Anda sedang mendengar KK12 FM 89.5 KK12 FM 89.5 A very good day Kota Kinabalu I hope that you're doing well On this wonderful day My name is Ben Uzer Your host of Make It Happen In the studio today I have three awesome individuals Who I know will make it happen For our beautiful state of Sabah On the 26th of September Each and every one of us I hope Will be visiting polling stations To go out and vote And oftentimes when we have this conversation about politics, the youth are always marginalised. We've seen it in Parliament when our former Minister of Youth and Sports was name-called incessantly. And it triggered me. I was angry. And I told myself that I need to have the next generation of politicians, the next generation of Malaysians to be in the studio to really talk about the involvement of the youth in politics, especially right here in Sabah. It is time we have this conversation. And I'm so thrilled, I'm so excited to have three young Sabahans here in the studio. Yes, you may say they're young, they're only in their 20s or 30, but I know there's a bright future ahead of them and I know they will make a change. I'd like to welcome Fika Roslan, Mahira Marzuki and also Wilson Gunn into the studio. Fika, Mahira, Wilson, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Perhaps you'd like to introduce yourselves. Fika, I actually contacted you to make this happen. Would you like to introduce yourself first, Fika? Yeah, hi Ben. Thank you for making this happen. Uh, My name is Fika. I'm 25, uh, born and raised in KK. Um, Yeah, and I'm just, I'm very excited to be here today. I know that Ben has always been supportive of initiatives uh, driven by KK folks. So I'm very happy to be here. Thank you, Ben. Nice to see you. And uh, I, uh, I, I must tell you the story if, to our listeners. Uh, Fika was triggered by, by the whole snap <laughs> uh, polls uh, issue and drama that unfolded. Yeah. And because she is in a current career that allows her to be in the scene, so to speak. And uh, it, it, she decided to just have a new Instagram and started educating people. I think that's what we need most in Kota Kinabalu and also on social media. People just educating about issues that matter. So, Fika, again, thank you very much for being here. And we also have Mahira Marzuki. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Um, My name is Mahira Marzuki. I'm 25. I'm also born and raised in Kota Kinabalu. Um, I'm a part-time youth activist. Uh, I'm a lawyer. But yeah, I'm really passionate about just like, you know, informing youth about like our rights and votes and what we should do and the actions that we should take to change um, our nation, our beloved nation. So I'm glad that we're having this conversation, especially in Sabah, because I think like for the longest of time, our voices are pretty much marginalized. And it's time we, you know, voice out what we want for our state. Yeah, absolutely. Two awesome individuals here plus Wilson Gunn. Please introduce yourself. All right, thanks Ben. Uh, my name is Wilson Gunn. I'm actually from Keningau. Um, a bit slightly, slightly older than them. I'm 30, uh, 32, which uh, I think by another two more years, I'll be what I call a uh, belia emas. I'm out of the category <laughs> of belia anymore. Uh, but for, for the time being, I'm still uh, belia. So I am actually a farmer in, wow, in Keningau. Yeah, great, uh, great, one great. of the rare uh, trade or uh, professions for young uh, young people nowadays uh, but I'm also actively uh, involved in NGOs like Lions Club and also JCI so this year I am in uh, JCI Malaysia's National Vice President mm. so, yeah, so I'm there Wonderful 
don't we need more farmers in uh, agriculture right now? Yeah, so, youth and, farmers. Yes, youth yeah. farmers. And I know one in Kundasang, and he's doing very well. I know that's one or two right here in Kota Kinabalu as well. I hope to feature them in the future, but that's for another show. <laughs> We're here with Fika, Mahira, and also uh, Wilson here. Um, Mahira, let's start with you. Why did you get involved in Undi Sabah, which is this organization that you are part of and the whole reason why we're here today? Mahira. Yeah, hi. Um, thanks for the question, Ben. Um, so, I thought, like, I feel very much frustrated with, like, how the political, like, the political state of our, um, of Sabah, because I feel like, is there nothing that we can do to change things? So, that's where, like, it sparks my, you know, um, just, like, passion into wanting to take action. Just having the first step into doing something. So, Undi Sabah is about, like, encouraging youth to just enter the discussion first like what happens in the long run is like for another you know for another discussion is but i feel like as long as we don't take the first step like we can't change things so that's what undi sabah is for and just you're not affiliated with any of no. the polit- uh, political parties here <laughs> no, you not. are for the youth you just want them to yes. go and vote exactly that's important first yeah. step fika why are you part of undi sabah uh, Mahira actually got me into it, which I am very grateful for because it came at a perfect time when, uh, as you mentioned earlier, I was triggered. Yes, triggered is the right word. <laughs> which we will talk more about that experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was, yeah, prompted rather mm-hmm. by what happened recently in the political scene in Sabah. And so I decided that it was time I did something as well because I have felt frustrated and dissatisfied about um, the political arena for a long time. But so I guess that was a tipping point for me. And so Mahira, uh, when she came to me with Undi Sabah, I was very excited that I could sort of take it to the next level or mm-hmm. to a wider audience, yes. a bigger group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilson, what about you? Why are you involved in Undi Sabah? You mentioned you're from Keningau. Yep. You do have an yes. awesome job as a farmer. I'm mm-hmm. quite sure something has triggered you to be part of this movement. Correct. Uh, so I think I can share, uh, share one of the stories of um, my manager, uh, who is actually a f- few years older than me. Uh, the previous general election, uh, right after the polling date, mm-hmm. I actually asked him, uh, have you voted or where, where was your polling station? And then he looked at me and said, uh, I didn't go and vote. Mm. Then it it sort of sort of gave me a shock. Then I asked him again, so like, but did you register? It's like no. I was like, ah. he's already uh, thirty plus years old and have not voted. And uh, it can I can see that he is actively not being involved in mm-hmm. politics, which I think um, is not good because uh, to be responsible and to uh, help with the national uh, nation to build up, mm-hmm. you need to be involved. Like just that one vote counts a lot. So I think. Uh, with Undi Sabah, uh, that conversation, that education, just the awareness for, uh, not just for youth, but generally for everyone in Sabah mm-hmm. and hopefully the whole Malaysia as well, to uh, to know their rights and mm-hmm. to know how important that one vote is. So that one really uh, is part of the reason why I'm here today. We're with Fika Roslan, Mahira Marzuki and also Wilson Gunn who represent Undi Sabah or much bigger, I would say, the voices of the youth of Sabah. Coming up in the next set, what is Undi Sabah? We'll talk to Fika, Mahira and also Wilson shortly here. Do stay tuned. You're listening to KK12FM. Astaga, KK12FM pula banikan 89.5.
You're listening to KK12 FM 89.5. I hope that you are driving safe on the roads right now. And uh, please make sure that you use your indicators and especially if you're switching lanes and also making sure that you have that safe distance between your car and the car in front of you. Sekarang pun mesti physical distancing, kereta pun mesti physical distancing juga supaya kamu orang tidak berlanggar. Anyways, a very good day Kota Kinabalu. If you have just tuned in, my name is Ben Uzer, your host of Make It Happen. In the studio today, I'm pleased that I am not alone. We don't have one, we don't have two, but three awesome individuals who I know will make it happen in Sabah in the future. We have... Fika Roslan, Mahira Marzuki, and also Wilson Gunn. Guys, nice to have you all here. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So, let's, uh, let's talk to Mahira because he se- she seems like she's the first one to pull the microphone towards her. So, I'm going to ask you, <laughs> what is Undi Sabah, Mahira? Why are you representing this uh, wonderful movement, organization, whatever you want to call it? And what are you standing up for? Okay, um, so basically Undi Sabah is a campaign to empower youth through democracy. Um, we don't see any other um, entity, like a neutral entity in unifying youth into projecting what they want or what they feel about um, the current state of our um, uh, current state of Sabah. Mm-hmm. So like that's where we enter. It's just as a unifying um, entity to just you know bond all of the youth and projecting what they want for the state. And uh, it's very different than any other movement because like we also want to cater to specific demo- uh, demographics in Sabah, like acknowledging that we it's not as simple as in West Malaysia. We are made out of like a lot of ethnicities and a lot of races. Mm. So it's all about connecting to different pockets of demographics as well and society in Sabah. So it's about empowering youth, but uh, the struggle is more unique because uh, as we know, like Sabah is also very unique. Like we are made out of like different demographics. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe Wilson would like to go ahead and add anything that um, Mahira here has uh, to say. Yep. Uh, so I think the Undi uh, Sabah, uh, we'll call it a movement at, at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's it as what Mahira said is to unify the youth and also uh, again what I mentioned before, uh, it's to uh, educate and also empower uh, the youth. I think sometimes uh, the youth have the passion, but they don't have the knowledge and mm. also the mm. or uh, the avenue. Correct, yeah. correct, correct. So uh, this is also a good platform for them to at mm. least be aware of their situation, mm-hmm. uh, so that we we can also cut through the the noise and give them mm. sort of a truth. Yeah. And uh, to, to stand on and when they actually go to the polling station, they at least know the basics mm-hmm. of uh, yes. what they are voting for and uh, who, who they are fo- voting for. And then uh, hopefully that will build uh, to, to the next step of how we can co- uh, together build the nation. Fika, it seems like education and empowering is a foreign word when it comes to politics and youth. Mm. Would you like to add to why it's important to educate and empower the youth, especially now? Mm-hmm. I noticed that uh, when you mention politics or, I mean, in I don't know if it's a Sabah thing or a Malaysia thing, but usually when you talk about politics or if you say that you are passionate or you want to be involved somehow, immediately people are like, 
oh jadi kamu jadi YB lah ni. That is, it's it's not. I mean, it's good if you want to take that step because that's where um, real change happens. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are uh, many series of steps that you also need to take before you can get to that point. Sure. So um, yeah, that's why I feel like education first and foremost is the most important thing because. Um, like when I when I just talk to my peers, um, we can't really talk about politics because, not not because there's any restriction or anything. It's just that there's not much awareness about it. Mm-hmm. Um, something as simple as voting, like have you registered to vote, and people don't know how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it starts from the the smallest steps, the simplest thing. It has to start from there, and this understanding why it's important to vote in mm-hmm. the first place. So, and yeah, please go so ahead. So that's why, like, that's where um, Unisaba comes in because mm. it's about filling in the information gap yeah. for the youth who doesn't know, like, who like because the discussion doesn't take place. Yeah. So that's where we come in to mm-hmm. just fill in the information for the youth. And that's the whole reason why I decided to call the three of you and uh, the uh, spirit of this discussion today is to educate, mm. to inform. We're not here to rally for a political affiliation or anything <laughs> like that, but we just want youths, especially those who just registered, to take that first step so yeah. that they are empowered and they feel that they are participating in something major here in their lives. Yeah. So, um, again, thank you so much for being here. And for the thank next uh, one hour and 30 minutes, we'll be talking much more about the, um, well, Fika for sure, her Instagram page with a lot of musings and writings which we will discuss. <laughs> Mahira here, also um, very passionate as a lawyer. And uh, Wilson, who represents the voices of our youths in the Pedalaman section of of Sabah and all three are very eloquent with their words. I can't wait to have this discussion. Let's take a short break here and have a sip of water and uh, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to your favourite radio station 89.5. This is KK12 FM. KK12 FM 89.5. It's not every day that I get to discuss a, I don't want to say it's a sensitive topic. I, I truly believe that it's a topic that we should have more discussions of, mm-hmm. um, especially with the youth, because I I don't think I had a constructive conversation with mm-hmm. youths recently about mm-hmm. politics. And I'm so pleased, I'm so happy that I'm sharing this discussion with you, our listeners of KK12 FM. I'd like to welcome Fika Roslan, Mahira Marzuki, and also Wilson Gunn here in the studio. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. Thank you for having us. Fika, let me start with you. This is a quote from your Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And this is the quote that made me say, you know what? I want her on radio. Okay. (laughs) She said this, quote, When I was growing up, I was always told not to talk about politics because it was a sensitive topic. You absolutely should talk about politics if you didn't before, unquote. Fika, many of our youths find it shall I say, uncomfortable mm, yes. to discuss politics because of what you said. Orang-orang tua punya permainan. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Even now, people are telling, no, just leave it to the big guys. You know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do we start this conversation? How do we get the youth to really openly talk about politics in a constructive way? Mm. Hmm... Well, um, how it started for me is, unfortunately, it started from a place of anger, Mm. from a place of rage, but I don't want it to end or, you know, continue from that place. So, um, There was a call to action of some sort because of that anger. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. 
So, but I hope it doesn't always have to resort to that. So I feel like if you are someone who um, is interested or, or who is involved or passionate in politics, you should just talk about it with your friends. Like, just start. Because, um, and it, I mean, it doesn't have to come from a radical place. Sure. You know how people are like, Oh, kamu bawa saya join party kan ni? Kamu bawa saya jadi YB? It doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just... Because when we talk about politics, in the context of Malaysia, we are a democracy. And in a democracy, of course, the most important part is the rakyat, us, the people. Because mm-hmm. without us, there would be no... <laughs> you know, the system would fail. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand that first, our role as a responsible Malaysian... Um, it has to start with voting first and foremost because even that I feel like um, a lot of people because they're like, I'm not going to vote. I mean, it's just one vote. It doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Imagine if 10 people think the same thing and like 20, 50, 100 people think the same thing. It absolutely makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So um, just, and I mean, voting is the least we can do to involve ourselves in the process. And that's one little step that a lot of people ignore. Yeah, yeah. but I also think it's because of um, a lack of information. Many people, even my peers, uh, they don't know how to register to vote. Mm. So I think, um, of course, yes, we, you, you want to say, talk about politics, uh, be involved, uh, do something, take action. But at the same time, I understand that it can also feel very overwhelming. Yes. Because Draining it's, it's a, even. Yes, it's a huge thing. And um, personally, that's why I stayed away from it for a long time. Because, yeah, from childhood, I was told, uh, you know, don't talk about politics. It's sensitive. Um, it can lead to arguments and things like that. But... Um, you know, instead of fear-mongering, there should be education mm-hmm. instead of, uh, yeah, to understand that we all have a part to play. It, not all of us have to become YBs. Yes. Uh, we just have to do our part as a citizen first. Yeah. And doing your part as a citizen, you did. Because <laughs> the moment you saw the news about the snap polls in Sabah, you mm. were triggered immensely. Oh, what happened yes. after that? What happened after that? Well, um, what happened when I heard the news? I, as a Malaysian, I felt betrayed because in the last election, um, I feel like that was a very hopeful event as we did manage to invoke some change. And so that was inspiring. And then when um, the news of the snap election broke, I broke (laughs) because... (laughs) Again, I felt betrayed because we as the people, we, or at least I did my part. I went out to vote and I, I tried to, you know, stay, uh, keep up with the news, the politics and all of that. And then suddenly they can say, oh, uh, we have the majority to form a new government. So I, that was very frustrating for me. And I realized at that point I had to do something instead of, just sitting there and feeling very angry about all of this. Your first few posts on Instagram is really educational. I, even me as a 40-year-old person, I learned new things from your posts. Would you like to share your Instagram page with our listeners? Right, so... (laughs) Yeah, um, the reason I... I mean, I guess as a millennial... um, 
the the best way I knew how was to take it to social media mm-hmm. because like it or not social media has a huge impact nowadays so to me that was what made the most sense and at that point I wasn't involved with Undi Sabah yet so you know I was sitting with all these feelings of frustration and anger and I was like I want to do something so I was like okay let's take it to social media because I mean that's where youths are that's where a lot of not just youth everybody uses social media sure. nowadays so I feel like it's a it's an effective way to get the word out mm. So that's why I started it. Yeah, it's called Fika with words because... Um, On Instagram, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because I, I, I hope that with these words, it'll turn to action and which would hopefully... Um, invoke some sort of change. Wonderful. We're together with Fika Roslan here in the studio. Coming up, I'll have a conversation with Mahira Marzuki and shortly later with Wilson Gunn. Stay tuned. You're listening to KK12 FM. Whoa, guess what? This is KK12 FM. You're listening to Kiki 12 FM 89.5. My name is Ben Uzir, your host of Make It Happen. I'd like to continue this conversation about voting amongst the youth and also a discussion about politics. And now I would like to talk to Mahira Marzuki of Undi Sabah. Hey, Mahira. Hi, thanks for having me. Would you like to perhaps share with our listeners your first conversation or your first encounter with politics I'm quite sure because of you being here and you being part of Undi Sabah there has to be something triggering in the past and maybe maybe a uh, encounter when it comes to the local politics if you will tell us your story yeah so um I think for me people have been talking about politics ever since I was like small like our parents are talking about it but I never formally like, I, I don't know, join the conversation in the sense that, like, I don't feel I was included mm. as much. Like, it's just, you know, old people talking about it. Yeah. So, um, I think it started when um, a lot of young, like, a lot of young people actually trying to enter the the sphere, like, the political sphere. Like, we have young MPs in politics, like, the... Um, after the last general election, we see like a surge of young people mm-hmm. who um, enter the political discussion and as well as young MPs. So it made me feel inspired like, hey, maybe we, actually we can also make a change. Like we can be those people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it starts. Like when the recent polit- like snap election happened, I'm like, something needs to be done and we can't be like the backbenchers. We need to be the ones who, you know, take action because we are going to be the generation who who's going to take charge. So, yeah, so that's where like it all started and that's where Undi Sava came in. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you, I'm quite sure when you tried to start uh, this uh, movement together with other youths to be on board, was that a difficult process for you? Because I'm quite sure some of these individuals might say, oh, yeah, politics is not for me. But they eventually joined you. Yeah, um, so um, I think the people in Undi Sabah, like those who are on board, are those who are ma- not, ma- maybe they're not like politically like passionate, but they're also um, are youth or activists who are, you know, like doing something for the community. Um, so I think it stems from there. And a lot of people in Undi Sabah are actually people from the Parliament Digital. Mm. So these are um, youths who just like, they don't have any like political background whatsoever. It's just like youths 
coming into the discussion with you know their passion and like wanting to lobby what they want for the state. So that's where it all started. So I don't think like for me like it's just like uh, I'm getting these members from like different different NGOs or even Parliament Digital who just have the same passion for the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like to perhaps uh, say a few words about your feelings when you found out about the snap polls in Sabah? What was going through your mind back yeah, then? Yeah, so for me, like, at first, I was like, like, I was shocked. I'm like, again? <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys are jumping again? Like, it changes again? So that's the first thing that came into my mind. But secondly, like, I was quite alarmed because we are in the midst of a pandemic. I'm like, you guys really want to pull this off um, when flight tickets are already expensive for mm-hmm. people to come in from West Malaysia to Sabah. And we're in the midst of a pandemic, like the SOPs and all of that. So that's the first thing that came into my mind. But like upon reflection and seeing the, you know, the political climate of Sabah, I'm like, you know what, we need to take this to, we need to return back the power to the people mm. and respect their mandate. So I guess like this is the best way, the most democratic way for us to decide the, you know, the fate of our, the fate of our state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mahira, <laughs> um, you mentioned about these assemblymen, um, yeah. you know, having amphibian-like skills, if you will. <laughs> I, I don't want to say the, the J word. <laughs> very sensitive, very sensitive. But um, some of them actually went on media to explain their actions. Are you satisfied with any of their explanations or you just think that uh, there's something behind that they have not revealed? Yes, it's the latter. <laughs> um, like, sure, I... Like, I'm pretty sure it's the latter, but mm-hmm. to the side. Like, obviously, like, maybe I can give them the benefit of the doubt, but just, like, to satisfy your voters, I think we need to return back the mandate to the people and let people decide. Like, mm-hmm. whether or not you're being, like, you know, disingenuous or whether or not you're actually talking the truth. Like, do you have your heart uh, with the people? So that's why, like, I think it's the best the best way about around it is just to vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're together with Mahira Marzuki here. Thank you so much for your thoughts. Coming up, we'll talk with Wilson Gunn. And he has a unique a unique perspective because he is from Keningau, Pedalaman, the heartland of Sabah, and also, I would say, the heartland of politics, where it all <laughs> happens. So do stay tuned. You're listening to Kick It 12 FM. Don't touch the dial. I always wanted to say that. This is Asha, and you're tuned in to Kick It 12 FM. You're listening to KK12 FM 89.5. Well, my gosh, the past hour has been really, really, um, shall I say, enlightening? Shall I say, macam, bukan bikin panas juga lah, but the, but the temperature is rising right here in the studio. I'm so happy that we have Fika Roslan, Mahira Marzuki, and also Wilson Gunn. Thank you guys for being here. Wilson, let's talk to you because uh, uh, Fika had a chance to talk and Mahira also had a chance to talk. I'd like to give a chance for you to uh, uh, take the floor here. Um, you're from Keningau, as yes. you mentioned earlier. Yep. And a lot of people, when they think of Keningau, it's like, wow, politics is really <laughs> sangat bergolak sekali di kawasan itu, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, you being in the middle of the storm mm-hmm. and, you know, and also as we talked to Fika and Mahira just now, ah, mm-hmm. politics ni untuk orang-orang yang berpengal. But you as a youth right there in Keningau, why should youths take part in politics, especially now, Wilson? All right. Uh, I think I'll, I'll just try to rephrase the question. Sure, I think. please. Uh, 
not so much so or just politics, but I think uh, you should also take part on in nation building. Let's so absolutely because yeah. because politics is not just um, uh, being in a party, but it has the conversation of. Uh, everything mm-hmm. around it as well, policy, uh, activism. You're trying to move some some policy forward, for example. So, so you're going bigger here. Yeah, Nation yeah, yeah. building. Yes, yes, like yes. That. Because yeah. if if we're just going to be focusing on on politics, then you just be talking about parties, mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, that's not the full conversation. We the uh, parties, yes, they are there, but they're pushing for certain policies, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I think that is where everyone else in the uh, can have a conversation and uh, be involved in. So, for example, Undi. Uh, Sabah, we are push, pushing for education, but other NGOs and also uh, associations are putting f- uh, forward for certain policies. For example, the an NGO I'm in, uh, JCI Tanjung Aru. So mm-hmm. we have a flagship project which is Say No to Shark Fin Soup. So we have been pushing for uh, shark com- conversation. And then for the beginning few years, uh, we had some fi- uh, flashback from the community, business community, and also uh, some, some uh, from the government as well. But eventually the conversation moved forward to uh, now um, not so much for banning yet, hopefully mm-hmm. eventually, but the, the the movement is towards there. So now if uh, if we go to have dinner in the Chinese uh, setting, you won't have sh- uh, shark fin soup anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's also a way that you can be part of, let's say, politics in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other the uh, other side of the coin, which is uh, like politics policy, which is party. Uh, I know a lot of youths are wanting to be in inside. Uh, uh, if you really want to join the party, I, this is just my own sure, sure, of course. opinion. Do shop around. It's like it's it's like you go online shopping, everything, right? Mm-hmm. Go around, uh, join uh, their rallies or whatever. Don't sign anything yet, mm. you know, mm-hmm. because uh, again, we we don't want people to realign themselves halfway through. Sure, sure. <laughs> so try try to uh, shop around. Go, at, and I think it's also good uh, for them to explore. To uh, it's an eye opener as well to see different. Uh, parties with uh, their different agenda and motive and also manifesto and then you can see which fits well with you and also which one you feel comfortable because by the end of the day uh, if you are if you're a youth out there that you want to be in politics like um, like what uh, because that you want to be YB or whatever you want to have a home that you're comfortable in Mm -hmm. and Again, not to realign. This is a very nice word to instead of the sure. J, J word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't realign halfway through. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so shop around, uh, and I think that's that's the best way to go forward. And if if you go around all of the parties and they have nothing that is uh, suitable for for you, mm-hmm. then uh, there's no harm not joining. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. as, as again, you can join us, join mm-hmm. Undi Sabah. Uh, we can be part of the conversation in politics, but not in any party as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you think that Sabahans, they have this herd mentality that would force them, ah, saya mau pergi party lah because my friends are joining this party. And then after a while of them joining that particular affiliation or that particular movement, they realise that it's not their thing and that's why realignment happens quite frequently <laughs> what are your thoughts on this uh, that is very true especially if the uh, the person who's joining uh, is just following the crowd and they don't know um, what they believe in themselves mm-hmm. uh, and also they don't have uh, enough information or education like what what we are trying to push forward in undi Sabah. Uh, so yes that will that will happen eventually when they uh, mature and they sit in the 
particular party long enough, then they're like, oh, this is not really what what I I sign up for. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes when you are in a certain uh, branch or certain town or area, you only have a very small snippet or a very narrow view of the whole big picture. Mm-hmm. So the moment you go step out, you let's say go to another town, another city, or even you go to other states, then you'll see, okay, hey, actually this is this is totally different. This is not what I signed for. There are other better things out there. So, um, like what is that? Do your best, shop around, go around, and then uh, settle for what suits you the best. Lah. Good advice there, Wilson. We're with Wilson Gunn here, uh, very eloquent with his words. My gosh, you should be a politician, man. <laughs> we'll save that for another yeah. conversation. Anyways, we'll be right back. I'd like to speak to Mahira and Fika especially to find out why should more women youths take part in politics? I think it's a conversation that we must have right here in Sabah. Do stay tuned. You're listening to KK12FM. This is KK12FM, home to your favourite music. Let's continue our conversation with Undi Sabah. Representatives Fika Roslan and also Mahira Marzuki. Uh, Fika, Mahira, um, should more women youths take part in politics? Or perhaps, if you don't even want to go into politics, start a conversation about what mm. all that you represent um, in terms of going to vote and encouraging people to make a change? Definitely. I mean, women make up Half of the population. You're right. So if women are not represented uh, in the, I guess, in politics, there will be 50% of issues that do not make sense to the people who do represent us if women are not part of the conversation. So uh, when, when those issues don't make sense, then we will have policies that don't make sense or that don't um, cater to 50% of our demographic. Mm-hmm. So yes, definitely, uh, we definitely should take part and be part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah I think like women should definitely um, reclaim those space as well. Because mm-hmm. if we see um, the like composition in um, our adunes as well as um, in parliament, like we have so little representation yes. of women, yeah. um, like MPs made up of, like, I think, 15%. And in Sabah, there's like 10 or less um, aduns mm. compared to like yes. there's 60 in Sabah. So I'm just like wondering why is this happening? I think more women should talk about politics and should enter that discussion. And because if we don't, like a lot of, like Fika said earlier on, like a lot of these issues don't make sense to a lot of people. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. why I think women should... Um, start talking about it. It was not in the plan to have Wilson here in the conversation, but he was nodding furiously just now. <laughs> uh, would you like to add something to this, Wilson? I mean, to to have women be part of politics, it, is, is it enriching? Is it something that we should do more, especially in Malaysia? Uh, yes, I think uh, like like what uh, two, these two lovely ladies have already mentioned, that we, we have to have more uh, uh, women in politics, and, and not just in politics, in any leadership position as well. Uh, we still live in a society where we don't have gender equality in, mm. in the sense, right? Uh, as, especially more in politics, because it's a very um, male-dominated arena uh, I, I sort of understand that as well because it can get a bit ugly and mm-hmm. then uh, it's not too nice but however we do have a lot of uh, strong and capable uh, women leaders out there and I hopefully see more of them uh, up in the uh, in the 
political arena and also part of the uh, nation building uh, soon. So hopefully I, I don't have to wait until my grandchildren come out before we have a <laughs> good 50-50 part. Uh, hopefully b- before 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 that. So uh, yeah, that's, that's my point of view. Awesome. We're together with Fika, Mahira and Wilson. Coming up in the next set, we will talk about the power of one vote. Mm. Just one. Stay tuned. You're listening to KK12 FM. There was a one-second pause just now. Don't swipe left, but keep swiping up on us right here on KK12 FM. You're listening to KK12 FM 89.5. Thank you so much for joining us in this discussion about Sabahan youths and politics. My name is Ben Ozeri, your host of Make It Happen. Truly delightful to have three awesome individuals here who will represent some of our voices, especially when it comes to the youth. Fika Roslan, Mahira Marzuki, and also Wilson Gunn. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So, let's talk to... The three of you, and also have a discussion with our listeners about the power of one vote. I've seen so many times when you know at the Olympics or the Sea Games, and when you do the when you watch the hundred meter sprint, yes. sometimes sometimes yes. you will always have that little mm-hmm, gap mm-hmm. between winning the gold medal and the silver yes. medal, or even the bronze medal. And sometimes in the fiercest of competition. It only, the difference was just only a split second. Sometimes that 0.001 second. The Mm -hmm. power of just one, one little, maybe minuscule, but important second. I think you can also say that in the same as voting as well. Definitely, yeah. Do you yeah. believe in the power of one vote, guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is exactly what I was thinking when you were mentioning like the, 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 the marks, right? In competitions. Yeah, it's often when you look at first place and second place, it's so close. The marks are very close. So yes, even one vote can make a difference. So I mean, like I said earlier, if, if you're going to say, oh, I'm not going to go out and vote, but I'm just one person. But... Um, for your information, you are not just one person. There are so many people I've encountered personally who say that, oh, I'm not going to vote, but it's okay, I'm just one person. If I were to count how many people have said that to me, yeah, it's a huge difference. Mahira, what should I yeah, add? Yeah, um, definitely. I think like one vote is so powerful because at the point where you said like, Oh, I'm not going to vote because I'm only a person. Like, it, do- it, it, doesn't, you know, it doesn't make a big difference. I think that's already a signaling to a much bigger, like, uh, to something that's bigger. Because yeah. when a person hears you say, th- say it, they're like, yeah, he's right. Maybe I shouldn't vote because, you know, it's only one vote. So at the point where you already have that mentality, it creates a signaling for a much bigger way for people yeah. to think like, yeah, maybe like we shouldn't vote. Like that's mm-hmm. 10,000 of you. The danger is it becomes like herd mentality. Yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm not going to vote. And then suddenly you have like, Hundred people who are not going to vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wilson, would you like to add? I know that you wanted to say something there. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'm going to give you an example of uh, what happened in GE 14 in uh, P180 Keningau. Keningau. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. So, uh, so 45, 45 votes. That's the slimmest majority oh, in yes, the I whole remember. of Malaysia. That's P180. Mm-hmm. And I remember waiting until uh, about midnight before they officially announced mm-hmm, it today. Mm-hmm. So how powerful that is that one vote? That's out of the 45%, that uh, 45 votes, that's almost 2.2%. That's how heavy 
that vote is. As, as, as what Fika mentioned, if 100 people with uh, extra to come in and vote, that would have swing uh, the, the vote to another, to another side. To yeah. another side. Mm-hmm. So that's how powerful that one vote is. And uh, it's not only just in Kenya. Kenya is the slimmest majority, but a few places in Sabah as well. I think Kimani is yes, uh, 100 and something. Mm-hmm. A few places are uh, 300 something. So it's very, very, very slim. And uh, it's very, very important for all of us to exercise the right because it is, it is uh, that close hair uh, yeah, it's, it's that razor close. Thin. It's the razor, <laughs> razor thin mark sometimes. So yes. that that one vote really, really counts. Yeah. But unfortunately, many of our youths don't even realize this power. So what should we do about it, guys? Again, education, because um, I mean, it starts from the very beginning, registering to vote. Um, the problem is. Um, a lot of people don't know how. So when they don't know how and they don't bother asking, and but also the information is not exactly out there. Mm. So then it's like, malas lah, tidak mau fikir, sudahlah. So, yeah, I mean, it creates a domino effect. So, uh, But I think it's also important to note that um, we shouldn't, I mean, like, people shouldn't be shamed for not knowing. Yeah, sure, no. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you know and you have that information, share it with them. Yes. Um, like, uh, the other day, I, I just helped one of my friends register to vote. Yay. So, that was fun. And then after that, another person was like, can you help me vote? So, uh, uh, sorry, can you help me register to vote? Can <laughs> you, you can't help, help a person <laughs> to vote, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people, I think people want to take part. They just don't know how. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have that information, share it with them. Yeah. Now, Wilson was mentioning all these figures and numbers. And it yep. seems like, Wilson, you've been very informed with, you know, even the past election here. Yep. And I think that's one of the problems that we're facing, especially not just the youths, but the citizens getting informed mm-hmm. or wanting to be informed about all the um, the results, um, the issues that matter. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, keeping abreast with the ongoings, you know, and, and usually we will just get it on social media or news. Maybe you'd like to um, perhaps educate our listeners. Where else can we get this information if about, you know, um, candidates, about issues, about all the ongoings? So um, I find the My SPR Semak mobile app very useful because there's uh, your personal information as a voter mm-hmm. and then uh, there's a list of candidates so and obviously of course the candidates in your kawasan mm-hmm. uh, that you can refer to and they also have the figures um, of the election results so you can see uh, who won by the how how much how many majority votes so that one i feel is very um, useful uh, as a reference point uh, but personally for me uh, to stay informed on the individuals the candidates themselves I like to read their statements in the media because for me it reflects um, their values and and how they think what issues are important to them and also check their social media pages these uh candidates mm-hmm. um, Facebook Instagram uh, Twitter because uh, for me what's important is I want to know how invested they are in their cause I want to know that you are in this for the people for Sabah not you know for personal mm-hmm. interest mm-hmm. so and I feel like that comes across quite well in personal postings 
So and and yes, um, most politicians are very active on social media nowadays. So it's actually quite easy to keep up. Keep up. So aside from reading the news, I feel like that one helps me personally in uh, deciding how to vote. <laughs> All right, we'll take a very short break here. Much more from Fika, Mahira, and Wilson. The next set is very interesting. We're going to debunk some myths. All right, so do stay tuned. You're listening to Kiki Twelve FM. KK 12 FM. Listen, talk, and connect. KK 12 FM 89.5. We're together with Fika Roslan, Mahira Marzuki, and also Wilson Gunn here in the studio. They are smiling from ear to ear, and I hope that you are enlightened from uh, this discussion here that we have on 89.5. My name is Ben Uzer, your host of Make It Happen. This has been a really fun conversation. Now, um, Fika. Mahira and Wilson. I'm going to go ahead and um, give you some of these terms, if you will. These are just statements that probably you've heard a million times. And the moment you hear it, you will absolutely cringe because you just want to say something about it. Okay? <laughs> so this is your chance to debunk the following myths. And these are statements that you probably heard a, do- a dozen times. So here we go. Politik ni untuk orang-orang tua saja. Untrue. Hmm. Untrue because... Our lives revolve around politics, and even like when you're young, like at school, um, education reform, um, the roads that like they build, like everything around you, um, involves politics because politicians at the end of the day decide these things for you. So even though like you're nine, you are technically involved in the process of that, you know, um, policy. Um, yeah, so. It's not just for people like orang tua tua saja. Like literally, your life revolves around it. Mm-hmm. If 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 we keep it for orang tua tua saja, what's gonna happen when these orang tua tua resign? Who is going to take over if we don't do something starting from a young age? So it has to start young. It's not for orang tua tua saja. It's for the country, mm-hmm. which you know constitutes. Um, People of all ages. Exactly, and yeah. like the policies will only reflect what apa orang tua tua fikir, and not yes. like holistically. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah. Wilson. So I think uh, with the orang orang tua that we're mentioning, <laughs> these orang orang tua joined politics when they were young as well. Yeah. So they uh, so they they have to be fair, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, they, if you've seen back uh, some of the old uh, chief ministers. Uh, they are they join politics when they are 28 25 35 uh, 30 plus years old and they have been in it for a long run 40 yeah. plus years 50 <laughs> plus years so uh, we, we cannot say that politics is for orang orang tua because mm-hmm. the orang tua started from the very beginning from very young age so mm-hmm. I think uh, it's time for us to follow their footsteps mm-hmm. uh, but hopefully we can pick uh, what is good from from them and then improve from that so very good. I very encourage good. all the youth to join as well alright here's another statement being youthful or being a youth should be the only criteria to be a candidate asal dia muda bah kasihlah dia jadi adun ka jadi YB ka atau to hold a position in leadership should being youthful be the only criteria no not the only criteria. Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel like it's an important criteria because as a youth, um, as youths, we have a unique perspective that probably the older generation, um, I, I mean, like we, we see things and experience things in our timeline that is probably 
more it, it's probably harder for them to relate so yes um, youth should be part of the conversation because of that perspective but it shouldn't be the only criteria because sometimes you do have youths with a um, not a very progressive mindset so uh, yeah lots of things to consider yeah just, I think also just, like yeah. um, youths who enter politics can be like people who just came into politics because you know f- political dynasties or just they mm, because yes. their parents think like yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. this is meant for you mm. but you gotta enter politics like looking at the bigger picture like yes. what are you here for yeah. you don't want to enter politics just because you're young and like yo this is my time no <laughs> you just have to look at the bigger picture like yeah. where's your heart like 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 where where does your heart lie? Mm, yeah. The intention. Yeah. yeah. Wilson. I think we also have to evaluate uh, every candidate uh, for the content of their characters, not so much so of their age as well, but yes. because yeah. because yeah. Content, uh, of yeah, content of character is more important because uh, age doesn't carry much weight. Uh, so the older you are, it doesn't necessarily mean the person is more wise. Mm. Uh, so we, again, we have to see their track record, uh, what they say matches what they do mm-hmm. uh, and if their heart is set for the people or not. So I think that's more important uh, than just being youth or uh, if, for for example, not, not just for youth, um, even if they are in leadership in other organizations or they are very successful businessmen, that does not necessarily translate well to being in uh, politics. Mm-hmm. Yes. I always look at electability. You know, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, uh, Wilson, the, the, the qualities that they yes. have. So um, yeah. There's no point of them being elected or being um, high in the higher ranks of leadership of mm-hmm. any organizations, but they can't execute. Yeah. You know, they, they can't do the work and things like that. Yes, they may be youthful, they might be pretty, they might be handsome, and that usually would have an influence to get votes and things like that. But another um, statement here politics is a dirty game. It shouldn't be. It, it can be, but we can make it not yeah. Like, yeah. be a dirty game. Like, How yeah, so? Yeah. You just got to enter like with a clear intention what you want to contribute what and what you want to do for the people. Mm-hmm. And we've seen trends of this happening especially amongst youth like after the recent general election like we have people like YB Said Sadiq, Yobin and Hena Yo who are just like super invested in their cause and just like doing it for the people. And even after like not holding all of these portfolios, like we've seen them still talking about these issues. Mm -hmm. So that's where like I think youths are inspired and thinking, you know what, like if I'm invested in that cause and if I want to change something, I can do so. Like it doesn't have to be dirty. Your intention just have to be clear. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, my mom always says politics is not dirty. It's the people who make it dirty. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Very Wilson, uh, he, he wanted to say something. Yeah, no, I, actually, uh, Fika already mentioned exactly the same thing was <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to say. But yeah, uh, politics uh, in itself is not dirty. It's the people who are uh, making it dirty. Because uh, if you take politics out and you put it in any organization, be, mm-hmm. be it from where we are, high school or in universities or even in your workplace, um, these sort of things do happen. There are workplace politics as well. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, like like they say, it's not only for around us, it's actually happening around yes. us every single day, even from the day that we are in primary school, mm-hmm. when we have cliques, 
that's oh. that's technically already politics. <laughs> yes, already. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 technically politics. So, uh, so yes, it's actually human uh, nature that made it dirty. So we need to uh, rise above that, and also uh, like like what Mahira said, uh, they are very very capable uh, leaders out there that uh, stand for what they believe in, and I think we need to uh, follow their footsteps and also learn from from them. Awesome. Coming up, Fika, Mahira and Wilson will share their aspirations. Stick around, you're listening to KK12 FM. Oh yeah! Kita sedang mendengar KK12 FM 89.5! You're listening to KK12 FM 89.5. You've also listened to three awesome voices who I think would represent a lot of our Sabahans here, especially the youth. And I'm very, very lifted by their words. And I just see a brighter Sabah in the future. I do hope to see them in a ballot box somewhere, or on a ballot <laughs> paper rather, um, which, begs me, uh, which begs the next question. Shall I see any of your names in a ballot in a future election perhaps? I mean, Fika... <laughs> Your mom's tuning happen. in, by the way. How <laughs> uh, you mean? <laughs> no, I mean, anything can happen. But uh, I always believe that, um, you know, you, you need to start small first. Build the foundation. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just start small, yeah. Mahira, what about you? Do you yeah. think that you will enter a political affiliation <laughs> um, and be, you know, be a candidate? I don't make it as a goal. Yeah. But if the people believe in me and mm. want to push for me, like anything can happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Like don't make it as a goal, but you know, be invested in the cause first, like mm-hmm. what Vika said. Start small. Yeah. Wilson, you're already holding a leadership position for Correct. JCI Tanjungaru. <laughs> that usually would lead to something bigger. I don't want to say what, no. but you know. <laughs> um uh well I'll just take take the the JSI thing. Uh, being an NGO doesn't necessarily mean going towards that direction. But on a personal note, uh, yes, eventually. But I I hold these three things uh, dear to heart first. So I always say that uh, these are the three priorities in my life: is is uh, God first, family, and work or whatever that makes money, mm-hmm. and then only NGO politics, whatever. Sure, so sure. as long as these three things are stable, these three pillars are stable, then I'll go into it. So uh, and also I need my support of my family or what I say, my home minister, which is my wife. So as long home as minister. I yeah, <laughs> so as long as I get the visa from her and my family, <laughs> love that, visa. love that. Yeah. So as long as I get a visa from that. Uh, then yes, I will. I will enter. But but at the end of the day, uh, being in the elected representative, it's uh, to serve the people. So if uh, that position gives me the opportunity to serve better, then yes, then I will. I will go up for that. National Day has just passed and we're also approaching Malaysia Day. And a few days shortly after that, each and every one of us will be lining up physical distance mm-hmm. to cast our vote. As you look at the Malaysian flag and also the, Sabahan fl- uh, the Sabah flag, what are your aspirations for our country and our state? Fika? Uh, do your part, yeah. I mean, as a... Yeah, like I said before, before we can aspire to become politicians, uh, we, we first have to understand our responsibility as a citizen, as a Malaysian. Mm-hmm. So just do your part as a Malaysian, vote... Uh, yeah, and then we can have a bigger conversation. Yeah, Mahira, what are your aspirations? So for me, I feel like I'd like to see, um, I'd like to see a society like, especially in Malaysia, who's just like well informed and not being easily swayed by the noise out there, mm. like um, scandals or whatever. You know, like those are just like noises. Mm. I want us to decide like 
objectively what we think is best for the country and for our nation. So yeah, just like go down and also vote, like do your part, be accountable to your decisions. Yeah. Wilson? I think uh, what I want is to, <coughs> excuse me, I also want uh, the people in Sabah to look further and look be beyond what they are uh, currently in. Because right now, uh, with all the COVID-19 and all this political uh, climate, it's, it's very, very messy. And you, you can be demotivated by it. And mm. I, I've, I've also heard a lot of my, my friends um, that they are not too keen to go vote anymore uh, mm. because they, they sort of just give up on the system. But I, I, I do believe that uh, there is hope. And yes. I, I really want to encourage all of us here to go out and vote. Cast that one vote is yeah. very, very important. Uh, and that one vote will determine where you'll be the next 20 years. So look beyond where you are. Uh, and uh, if you want uh, to be... Uh, Wawasan, we can't say Wawasan 2020 really, so it's Wawasan <laughs> 2050, 30 years from now. <laughs> uh, so if you want that to be the vision that you want it to be, you have to cast a vote and yeah, do yeah. your part mm -hmm. in yeah. I building. mean, yes, it's, it's frustrating to feel that no matter what you do, things don't change. But the more you don't do anything, true, then things true. definitely will not change. At least if you go out and vote, there is hope. There is a chance that mm. things could improve, yeah. So just, you know, do your part. <laughs> you Doing your part is yeah, most important. Yeah, yeah. Before we go, any closing words from any of you? Fika or Mahira, perhaps? Um, yeah. So for me, um, please follow Undi Sabah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> on Twitter, um, Facebook, and also Instagram. Um, Currently, we have we have just uh, like recently we just we have just posted um, manifesto anak muda um, Sabah, which is to you know voice out what you want for the state. So that is directly us like making people or youth be involved in the process, mm -hmm. and we'd like to you know make a press statement about this and just like tell these to all the politicians who would want to contest in the future. So please, please be involved in the process. Do follow our social media. Um, I can assure you that you can get a lot of information from our social media. Yeah. Wilson? Well, very simple. Just go out and vote. Just yes. uh, just do, do your part and go out and vote. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fika? Yeah, just... Yes, yeah, do your part. I mean, yeah. be a responsible Malaysian. True, yeah, true. because this country is ours and mm. we have a responsibility to it. Yeah. Fika, Mahira, Wilson, I'm very enlightened and very lifted by your words here. And I hope that your words will also resonate amongst our listeners of KK12FM today. I know plenty are tuning in right now and I hope that they are encouraged to make a difference on September 26. Yes. Thank you so much for your work. Thank you so much for being here. All the best to all three of you. Yeah, only Sabah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time that we have left here in our show, Make It Happen. I truly hope that you learned something new from Fika, Mahira, and also Wilson here. Till the next episode, Endure, Conquer, and be the best that you can be. Pemuda, pemudi, semua, marilah. Let's go and vote. Bye-bye now. The latest hits and the greatest memories right here on Kiki 12 FM.